Welcome to the Anchor Daily. We're reading through the Gospel of Mark and reflecting on Jesus, whose death and resurrection paid the penalty for our sins and achieved victory over death. Did you know that each culture in the world has a different approach to nudity? If there was a spectrum for nudity, and on one end is complete comfort with it, and the other end is complete discomfort, you would find that depending on where you are in the world, you're going to have vastly different responses. Americans tend to fall on the discomfort side. In fact, maybe you're already uncomfortable just because I brought it up. However, based on my experiences in Japan and Germany, nudity is much more a normal part of accepted social life. In Japan, while genders are separated, it is popular to enjoy hot springs during the winter, bathing nude with friends, family, and complete strangers. In Germany, from tots to teens to old-timers, people are not afraid to shower, change clothes, or generally be naked in each other's presence. This is Sarah Landon, and in our passage today, Mark 14, 43-72, you might have noticed verses 51 and 52 seem a bit out of place. Jesus is seized and his disciples scatter. Then we get this little vignette. Mark 14, 51-52. And a young man followed him with nothing but a linen cloth about his body. And they seized him, but he left the linen cloth and ran away naked. And these verses are followed up by Jesus being brought before the council and Peter's denial. Maybe you had the same reaction I had reading through this passage. What's the deal with the naked guy? It seems so oddly out of place. Who is he? Why was he wandering around at night in just a linen cloth? Why does Mark include him in this important piece of Jesus' story? I mean, John says that the world couldn't ever contain all the things about Jesus if we wrote them down. So why take precious space on paper to talk about this? I'm so thankful for people like Abraham Kuravilla at Dallas Theological Seminary who make the study of God's Word their profession and can help a sister out when God's Word is puzzling. If you're interested in reading Dr. Kuravilla's full article, it's fascinating and linked at the end of the transcript on Bethel's website at bethel.ch slash podcasts. Now let me caveat this by saying that there are a lot of perspectives out there on these verses. But I thought his take helps us see the bigger picture that Mark is painting. I can't go into all the details, but I'll hit the highlights. First, let's go back to our previous text from earlier in Mark. Jesus prophesies that the disciples will fall away in 1427. Then in verse 31, along with Peter, all the disciples vow to die with Jesus before they deny him. Reality check, verse 50 tells us they all left him and fled. Our young man here is a picture of Jesus' disciples. Notice in verse 51, he literally follows Jesus. And after being seized, he flees. This summarizes the disciples shifting from followers to fleers under difficult circumstances. And you'll notice that the young man doesn't just flee, but he runs away naked. Now, nudity was a shameful thing in Jewish culture. That's one reason crucifixion was such a terrible sentence. 
People were displayed in complete nudity until they painfully suffocated. It was both physically and socially torturous. There was nothing noble in crucifixion. So this disciple, the faithful one who had followed, now flees in shame when the going gets tough. So now what's the deal with the linen cloth? Okay, linen cloths only show up twice in Mark's gospel, once here and once for Jesus' burial cloth. So our puzzle begins to come together. The same garment that exposes the disciples' shame is the garment burying Jesus in death. Are you starting to see it? It all comes together later in Mark when we get to chapter 16. The women come in to prepare the body and instead find a young man. That's the same word we have in our passage. The only two times that word is used in Mark. This young man who reports to the women is wearing now a white robe like Jesus wore in the transfiguration. So the disciple gives up his linen cloth in shame. Jesus takes one on in death and the young man is now robed in glory. It's the story of our redemption from shame through Jesus' death to glory. Kuravilla summarizes it this way. Who then is the naked runaway? He is every disciple, shamefully feeble and fallible. And the enrobed reporter? That one too is every disciple, gloriously restored by the grace of God through Jesus Christ. And I used to think it was a random bit about a guy in his jammies. But seriously, as we celebrate Holy Week, I encourage you to reflect on the ways that Jesus is taking your shame, your sin, your struggle to the cross, into the tomb, and restoring you with his righteousness. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The work that Jesus has done is powerful and real. Let's live our lives in light of the glory he gave his life for. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.